Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Friday, July 24th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez, brought to you by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Supporting our Philadelphia Flyers, only Penn Orthopedics has the reputation, the ingenuity, and the expertise to offer the region's widest array of treatments in every orthopedic specialty, all in a safe and secure environment. The Penn Orthopedics team creates the ideal care plan with options fueled by our own world-renowned research, doing what once seemed impossible so you can too. Another reason why your life is worth Penn Medicine. Learn more at pennmedicine.org slash ortho and give them a follow on Twitter at Penn Medicine. A lot to get to in this episode of Flyers Daily as the Flyers will have the day off the ice on Friday, this day, and uh, be back on the ice on Saturday before traveling to the hub city of Toronto coming up on Sunday. First exhibition game now just four days away. That'll happen Tuesday night, the 28th, or Tuesday afternoon, I should say, the 28th, at 4 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and that'll all be in advance of their first round-robin game, which will come up on Sunday, August 2nd, 3 o'clock, in Toronto against the Boston Bruins. In this episode, you're going to hear from uh, Flyers chairman Dave Scott, also Elaine Vigneault, Travis Konechny, and Scott Lawton as preparations continue for the Philadelphia Flyers and the 2020 NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Good news to report on the Carter Hart front. First and foremost, he did not participate in the scrimmage yesterday. Uh, He was held off the ice. He hadn't practiced in a couple of days since leaving the scrimmage early on Tuesday. So Elaine Vigneault, and you'll hear him talk about this, uh, allude to the fact that he did not want to put him back in that situation, although he did get on the ice with goaltending coach Kim Dillabaugh after the scrimmage, work on some of his technical aspects of his game, some crease movements and box drills. So great news to see Carter Hart back out on the ice and working out for the Flyers. We'll see if he's back at a full practice coming up on Saturday before the team travels Sunday to Toronto. Carter Hart obviously going to be a big part of this for the Philadelphia Flyers and uh, his first Stanley Cup playoffs, his first trip to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Brian Elliott, however, has looked very good in camp for the Flyers and once again looked very good in the scrimmage yesterday. But let's get right now to Dave Scott, the chairman of the Philadelphia Flyers, talking about the potential for fans being back in the building, the hiring of Elaine Vigneault, and much more. Here's Dave Scott. Yeah, hi, Dave. Thanks for doing this. I just want to ask, I know before the season you were very confident in this team. Uh, with the way they played during the year, did they exceed your expectations? And, and what are your expectations for the playoffs? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, if you go back to when we stopped, uh, you know, I'll never forget March 12th and the team sitting in Tampa and we were ready. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm still very excited and feel great about the team. And, you know, you look at all the key stats, you know, whether it was five-on-five special teams. I mean, we took a big step, you know, towards the end of when we stopped there in uh, March. So feel good. Expectations are, are high. I think uh, it's hard with this four-month pause, but, you know, everybody's in the same boat, starting from the same place, and, um, you know, we're optimistic. We're in it. Yeah, hi, Dave. Um, this was a season where the team was dominant in home ice pretty much throughout the entire season. Um, and then over the final 26 games, it didn't matter where the team was playing. You know, they was on such a good roll. Uh, could you feel that kind of enthusiasm building and also just that sense of feeling like, you know, playing playing at home, they were going to win most nights? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was wonderful. The energy was great in the building. You know, that's the best since I've been around we've ever played at home. And and then look at the, the Metropolitan Division and the Eastern Conference, too. I mean, we had a tremendous record, uh, you know, this season. So, uh, 
thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, ready for the next step there. Hey, Dave, thanks for your time. Um, early on in the interview, or in the interview process with Elaine Vigneault, uh, what, what stands out to you that you knew that he was the guy? And, and also, what, what is your evaluation of the job he's done? Obviously, the, the, the numbers speak for themselves, but what is your take? Because he's everywhere he goes, he has success in his first season. He really does. I mean, uh, you know, spent a lot of time looking at his history before he got here and uh, gotten to know him pretty well. We actually live down in the same neighborhood in Old City, Philadelphia, and he's just a terrific guy. I mean, he's uh, confident, uh, no nonsense, and I love the way he uh, coaches and, and you know runs his plays. Uh, and, he, and he's really got the respect of the whole organization, the whole team. And uh, you look at the beginning of last season, I mean, everybody had to adjust, you know, kind of to the new systems and processes and all the new coaching. But, you know, he's, he's just done a, a tre tremendous job for us. And uh, I think really with him coming on board, it was a new day for the Flyers. Hi, Dave. Thanks for doing this. Uh, with Chuck Fletcher, uh, I know you really wanted to see a bias for action. Um, it seemed like he really went after it in the offseason. Uh, just how happy are you with the team's progress with the moves that he made? Yeah, I couldn't be really, Jordan, couldn't be happier what we've done. I mean, what was done at the trade deadline and, you know, the the new new guys coming in, Kevin and the others. And uh, I think, you know, we got it right. So it's, it's a great balance. Uh, you know, the new additions, you know, the vets fit in really great with our whole team. And, you know, I've been over here on Tuesday and again today, Thursday and, you know, everybody is is really uh, the chemistry is great. Everybody's working together, so I couldn't be happier with what he's put together. Dave, uh, for most of the Flyers' history, there was not even just a goal, but the expectation going into every season was to to contend and and hopefully win the Stanley Cup. Obviously, over you know the past few years, uh, there was a little bit more of a rebuild, retooling mentality. This year is the first year where you guys are going to go into the playoffs. Uh, generally thought to have a legitimate chance, but when does it get back to the point where like anything less than a championship is, is essentially failure for you? Well, I think, you know, our history and our culture, and it really started with Ed Snyder, but I mean, we, we come in and we invest and you know, we go for it every year. Um, you know, we made some big cha changes, you know, a couple of years ago, which needed to be made. And, um, you know, I like the team we have together now, the front office, the coaching staff, and, um, you know, expectations are high. I think we'll continue to, to forge ahead. So we're still early in this thing, and uh, I think we'll know a lot more as we get into the next couple of weeks and go into the playoffs. But, uh, you know, I'm optimistic, and, you know, I, I think we've you know, worked hard and have as good a chance as anybody out there. Inspiration has – Oscar been for you personally and for the organization as we head toward the playoffs? I'll tell you, Oscar, he's just such a, a wonderful young man, quality guy. Uh, I did get to spend a little bit of time with him through this. I actually had he and his family in my suite a couple of times with, with just us, so got to know him better. And, uh, you know, can't say enough about him. He's such a fighter. He's so passionate. You know, we all love him, the Flyers, the organization, the players. He loves us. So thrilled that we were able to uh, come to terms on next steps with him. And uh, I know he's going to have a great future with us. You have clarity yet on whether the Flyers will be able to have fans uh, before February 28th. 
And uh, if you're not allowed to, what will that do to the team financially if you can't have fans until theoretically March 1st? Yeah, can you, hopefully you can hear me now, Sam. So I, I don't think we have full clarity from uh, the mayor's office yet in the city. Uh, but, you know, that's a long time away. And, and, you know, we're hopeful that date, you know, could move up. But in terms of what it does financially, um, you know, our idea was always to start with social distancing as we kind of came back for the next season. So, um, you know, it, it hurts a little bit, but it, you know, it's not the end of the world. I mean, the goal is to, to start the next season, at least have the games on television. Um, never really had the expectation by, you know, this fall, we'd really be in a position or late this year to, to have fans in the building. But I think, you know, as we get into calendar uh, 21, you know, we always thought, you know, we, we've got a lot of thoughts around social distancing and kind of ramping up from there as people feel safer. And hopefully we get a, a vaccination at some point here in the not too distant future. Good to hear from Dave Scott uh, making himself available after yesterday's scrimmage at the Virtual Flyers Skate Zone. Elaine Vigneault put a lot of power play and penalty kill work into the scrimmage on Thursday. Here's his assessments of how things went after the scrimmage was done. We're out there and, and getting some work after the scrimmage was over. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, you know, the reason we um, we didn't put him in practice basically today was because it was a scrimmage. And he hadn't skated for the last two days, so we felt that it was a, a smarter uh, in talking with Kim and, and Jim to uh, put him out on his own, let him take uh, you know a good number of, of shots and and see how he feels. And he came out and he feels real good, so uh, everything should be good to go tomorrow. Uh, obviously, this was the uh, the first scrimmage you guys practiced the power play and the penalty kill. It seemed like the first period the power play was having a little bit of trouble getting in sync, and then better in the second. What, what did you see on your side? I saw uh, a real good uh, Brian Elliott in the uh, first period uh, made some real big saves. He was the difference, uh, I thought, in, in that period, five on five, and, and our power play had some real good looks. Uh, but uh, Brian was uh, in top form today, so that's uh, good to see. Uh, you know, we've only worked on our power play uh, yesterday a little bit, and today it's one of the areas that we feel that we've got uh, – with those four games, we're going to have a good amount of time to to get it back to where it was before, just like the, the penalty killing. So uh, it's a start. You know, we had other areas that we felt that were important for us to touch and uh, feel that uh, our guys have been progressing at a, a good, steady pace. And, uh, you know, we've got uh, one more official practice. Tomorrow is more of a skill day and active recovery day. Uh, but we've got one more official practice, and uh, then we leave for Toronto, and uh, and it'll be uh, the start of our opportunity to to try and go win a Stanley Cup. In mid-December, I know it was a very emotional time for for you, the entire organization, with Oscar Lindblom's diagnosis. How special was yesterday, and can you put into words just how much that meant to to you, to Oscar, for him to sign his new deal? Oh, there's no doubt that uh, you know I'm I'm real. Uh, happy with uh, Chuck's decision, the organization's decision. Uh, you know, Oscar's a great young man. He battled real hard, and uh, we expect him to uh, to play at some point here in the, in the near future. Uh, he's been working out. Uh, he's been skating. He wanted to go home and see his family, which is obviously a, 
normal uh, and expected, you know, after beating uh, beating the cancer. Uh, but we do think that in a short amount of time here, he'll be uh, back with our group and skating with the boys on the ice. And uh, at some point, uh, depending on uh, you know how quick uh, and how good he feels, at some point uh, he might be able to help us in the in the near future. Yeah, uh, coach. Just wanted to follow up on that question. You know, when Chuck said he's not putting anything out of the realm of possibility with Oscar possibly playing at some point this summer, as you guys put, go to the Stanley Cup, do you have to factor that into your roster construction now that he could be a guy that maybe plays for you at some point down the line? Uh, you know, not really. I've always been of of the philosophy that uh, you know you work with the players that are are capable at that time. Uh, to to play for you, Oscar. Right now, at this time, it is not. But uh, it doesn't mean that uh, at some point in the future he won't be. But for now, uh, I'm focusing on the guys that are here that are that are healthy. <clears throat> and at some point, um, if we feel that uh, Oscar can step in and and play well for us, we'll we'll make that decision. But we're not there yet. Hi, coach. Do you have any update on um, Sean Couturier and how hard is that going to be for him to? You know, head into the bubble after having a newborn. <laughs> you know, I uh, texted Sean uh, last night to find out if he was a dad yet, and uh, he texted me back saying no. Uh, he was hoping that uh, at some point uh, uh, before midnight uh, it would happen, and he texted me back this morning around eight to tell me he wasn't going to be at practice because uh, the young girl is being a little stubborn. And she's uh, taking her time, so. Um, his wife is uh, is battling, and uh, hopefully, at some point here in the, the next little while, we'll uh, find out that he's a dad, but he's not there yet. Hey, Elaine, uh, off topic a little bit. You've had some uh, high level of success in your first season at all your stops. What what do you attribute that to? Like did, when you when you got the Flyers job, did you reach out to the players? I mean, what, what do you think is behind that? I, you know, I would say, you know, all the situations that I've come in have been slightly different, uh, but what hasn't been different is my uh, demand for, uh, obviously, you know, work ethic, attention to detail, preparation, and, uh, you know, the will to win and make sure that players understand that the, the team has to come first. And, you know, when you stress that and you, uh, hold players accountable. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, with 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 the proper direction, you can have a fair amount of success. And uh, you know, we're a long way. This season is a long way from being over, and we're, we're working extremely hard right now. Um, I I like our attitude. I, I like the atmosphere that we have, and uh, you know, we've got a lot of work ahead of us, and uh, we're 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 going to try and accomplish what. Uh, I believe we're one of the best teams in the league, and uh, we have a legitimate chance at winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah, two questions. One, real quick, when you said that uh, Oscar would uh, join the team soon, can we assume that means Toronto? Yeah, that's what. That's what I mean. I, I figure at some point when we're in Toronto here, uh, at some point he will uh, come back and and meet the team here. But it was very important for him to go home for and see his family. And uh, we understand that, uh, but at some point here in the next little while, I do expect him to join us in Toronto. Hi, Avi. Um, with Sean unavailable two days and with his family, I, you had Morgan Frost up with that top group, both on the 
power play work and also a little bit when lines around. Obviously, you know Morgan's skill level, but I'm wondering how you would assess his camp so far. I, you know what? I think Morgan has, has come here and he's worked hard. You can obviously tell that uh, there's good potential in the young man. And uh, by us, uh, you know, utilizing this time where, where Sean's not there to, to put him with uh, you know, two of our best players, he can uh, obviously show his, his skill even more. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of potential there. There's obviously a lot of work that needs to be done on his part to uh, to reach that maximal potential. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he's on the right track. He's got uh, a good work ethic and a good attitude. And uh, with uh, us working with him and, and him working to become the best player that he can be, uh, uh, I think we, uh, we've we got a good chance there to have a real good player for us in the near future. Hey, Lane, uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago about the uh, the atmosphere, you liking the atmosphere. How, how loose do you feel like the guys are? It seemed like today the... Uh, uh, team B seemed to kind of relish sort of being an underdog, not getting power play time. They were pretty uh, pretty excited, making a lot of noise out there. Do you get the, the sense that the guys are, are loose? I, I get the sense that uh, the guys are having fun and uh, working hard. You know, this is a, a sport that's, it's in my mind, the best sport in the world. And uh, we're all getting an opportunity to, to, to live this and, and to, to enjoy it. So when my guys go out and uh, – are focused and uh, are working hard and are having fun. Uh, I think that's the best atmosphere you can have. Yeah, Elaine, just kind of big question. When you reflect on everything that's happened, the pandemic, you know, be, not being able to really have much personal time with your parents, everything that's going on with Oscar, do you see hockey differently in, in how the game has sort of helped everybody deal with these real world matters? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, big picture wise, uh, you know, we are definitely very fortunate um, to be, to be in the situation that we are in, which is, uh, I think sports will bring back some form of, of normalcy, and uh, will we should be able to to do to do our part. Uh, you know, if if you look at what's going on and 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 the virus right now, uh, that seems to be um, you know spiking a little bit and. Um, a lot of people going through some challenging times as far as as work and et cetera. Um, but let's do our part. Let's stay uh, upbeat. Let's stay positive, and let's let's do a good job doing our sport so that uh, people can can enjoy watching us. And for the Philly fans, well, let's do our part by by winning. Every element of the camp has been orchestrated and scripted and executed to perfection. Elaine Vigneault and his coaching staff with Mike Yo, Michelle Terrian, uh, Ian LaPerriere, and Kim Dillaball all came in with a very precise plan for this camp, and they've been executing it flawlessly, all in preparations for the return to play. One of the players that uh, has had a tremendous season for the Flyers, he led them in scoring with 61 points. He was their lone all-star. It was Travis Konechny who has been absolutely flying this camp, and he had a chance to address the media after a lot of power play work and the scrimmage on Thursday. How did you think the uh, power play clicked today and uh, PK did a good job, it looked like, in the first period, and you guys got it together a little bit in the second? Yeah, I mean, um, it's just a matter of getting back to – being comfortable and getting used to each other where we're going to be on the ice and, uh, you know, we're just going to keep working at it every day and 
Uh, but the PK, you know, they're doing well right now, and it, it's it's easy uh, to get frustrated if the power play is not doing well. But uh, you know, you, you look at it from the other side of the coin, and it means our PK right now it's is uh, right where it should be and and improving. So it's uh, it's good to see. Hey Travis, um, the good news with Oscar Lindblom yesterday, he got his new contract, and I, I guess Chuck didn't rule out the fact that he could with you guys in Toronto. What would it mean if he's able to be part of that group and to be with you guys in that bubble? Yeah, well, first of all, I was uh, awesome for Oscar to get that uh, that deal and well deserved for him. And uh, you know, it's nice to, to know we're going to have him around again, have him have him around the team. And uh, you know, we're not uh, we're not looking too far forward on, on the possibilities and stuff, but. You know, I, I know Oscar, and, and he's going to do whatever he can do to be healthy as soon as possible. Hi, Travis. We saw Carter taking a few shots uh, after the scrimmage was over. How encouraging is that, that uh, this thing looks like it's not too serious? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know he was, he was taking shots. But, uh, I really don't have any comment for that. Yeah, in the round robin, you're going to face Boston first, of course, and uh, Tuka Rask has been uh, real tough not only in your team, but all teams throughout his career, but he's especially been dominating against the Flyers. What's the key to uh, having success against him? Uh, I mean, probably, I mean, most goalies that play against these days, are they're all the same. Uh, you just got to get traffic to the net, make sure you, you keep getting pucks in the right areas. And, uh, I mean, I don't think we're going to focus too much on on a specific goal that we have to beat, you just got to play the same way and uh, you know, wait for your opportunities. Yeah, Travis, a little bit off topic, but the Seattle uh, expansion team released a game today. They're going to be called Seattle Kraken. I don't know if you saw that. Any uh, any reaction? Any is it is it funny? Do you like it? You know, is it kind of what you thought maybe they would go with? Uh, honestly, I I uh, I don't have social media, so I, I didn't even know that was a possibility or that the, the name of the pick. But uh, I mean, that's the name, and um, I have some some family out there, so I'm sure uh, they're going to be enjoying the team there. Hi, Travis. Uh, it looks like uh, Brian Elliott has looked really sharp over the last two days, today and yesterday. Just what have you seen from him? I mean, yeah, he's a veteran goalie. He's you know he comes in every day ready to to play and. You know, I think it just shows. Uh, you know, even though this is a you know a different setting for for time and when playoffs is, but uh, I mean, he's still in the same mindset um, where he's been for a number of years, and, and he looks sharp, he looks ready, and um, you know, it's good to see him uh, healthy and playing well. Travis Konechny with such a laid-back demeanor. Uh, he always has that laid-back demeanor. Came into the league as a rookie and had it, and a lot of guys uh, don't have that right away. Uh, Travis Konechny has come with that and always been very laid-back off the ice, and you hear it just in his availabilities after practice as well. Where Travis Konechny did a lot of power play work in the scrimmage on Thursday. Scott Lawton did a lot of penalty-killing work in that scrimmage, and he addressed the media after Thursday's scrimmage. PK did today. You feel like the PK maybe is a little bit ahead of the power play at this point. Yeah, I, I think it's probably easier for uh, us on the PK getting back into the swing of things, uh, not moving the puck as much or, or anything like that. Um, guys are going to have to deal with with the bad ice and, and uh, things of that nature with with uh, the timing of, of when we're playing. So. Um, our, our PK looks good. We're, we're playing hard and, and uh, guys are doing the right things and trying to, but uh, 
Yeah, I really liked uh, our practice today, and and I thought Moose was uh, was really good uh, in net to to help our PK. Off topic a little bit, you played a number of years against teams coached by Elaine Vino. Uh, what is your sense now, having played for him for a year, and and when did you know that this was a little bit different that he that he really really had his act together? I think just his his uh, experience that that he brings in uh, on a nightly basis and and the confidence that he has uh, in us. So um, those are are two of the the biggest things I saw is is uh, he he really holds you accountable um, during games uh, um, off the ice and and uh, he makes you feel comfortable. So I think that's the main thing of uh, being comfortable in your own skin and and being able to play for a guy who really believes in you. And I think. Uh, uh, he does, and we believe in, in our coaching staff, so it goes both ways. And um, he's been uh, uh, huge for our group success, and, and uh, a lot of guys have, have come together and, and uh, played really hard for him. So um, it's nice to, to have him and, and uh, have him uh, really uh, exude confidence in you. Hey, Scott. Uh, just given the shock and uh, the emotions uh, from mid-December when Oscar was diagnosed with cancer, just how special was yesterday to see him sign that deal? Yeah, um, it's huge. I think uh, the way his year was going, um, he, he was having a great year before everything happened. So um, no one more deserving of, of that contract. And um, I got a bunch of texts uh, at home from from a bunch of buddies just uh, kind of just happy for him. And uh, and uh, I know everyone in this locker room is so um, can't think of a better guy uh, to, to get that deal and, and uh, to get back and uh, be healthy and, and uh, see him back on the ice. Hey, Scott, uh, you guys have now went through almost two weeks of practices. Today was the, the final scrimmage of this uh, this training camp, I guess. Where would you say you feel you and the guys are at, I guess, physically and in terms of your sharpness? Yeah, I think we've been really good from, from the get-go, and I, I think everyone, uh, all the staff has done a really good job of, of keeping us uh, healthy and safe and um, fresh. So um, we've, we've had a, a really good camp of, of guys working hard and then um, trying to execute uh, plays. It's hard to replicate a game situation with a scrimmage and um, you're playing against other guys you can't hit um, as much as you like or, or something like that. But uh, yeah, I really like where we're at and, and uh, we just got to continue to build and um, we're heading out to Toronto soon. So um, we continue to build our game and, and uh, continue to get our conditioning back and um, everything's looking uh, pretty good for our group. Yeah, Scott, exhibition games usually aren't viewed as being important, but is this uh, one exhibition game you have with the Penguins coming up on Tuesday more important than usual in that, you know, you're not just getting in shape, you want to get into a rhythm because you start the uh, round robin not too long after that? Yeah, I would say so. I think, uh, you, you don't have the timing of um, having six or seven exhibition games and, and filtering in different guys in the lineup, so... Um, we got our group here that uh, that we're going to go with, and and uh, pretty excited about that. But um, our first exhibition game is is uh, going to be huge for us, and and uh, just getting our timing back, our feet back, and um, playing the right way. And and uh, uh, the games leading up to uh, the playoffs for us are, are uh, really big games to reseed. But uh, not only that, but uh, to get our feet back and and uh, get everything moving.
Um, I've heard now, we've all heard from Chuck and from AV that there's hope that Oscar will actually join you guys in Toronto coming up fairly soon. What would it mean for you all to be able to actually physically have him there? Even there's talk of him realistically playing at some point this summer. And did you, did any of you really think that that scenario was even possible for him given the news that he got, you know, just months ago? Yeah, uh, we always had the, the date uh, in mind and, and uh, we kind of knew the timeline of it uh, in, the, in the room. So um, just, uh, I mean, it, it's a tough situation coming in in the playoffs, but um, if we can see him there and, and uh, see him skating and, and working out, and um, who knows what comes of it. So um, just excited uh, for him and, and uh, his family. Uh, to be able to, to share this and, and come with us and, and uh, try and make it work. Hey, Scott, just on a, on a little bit of a lighter note, uh, obviously in this scrimmage, you know, you guys were facing off against the team that was getting all the power play time. So it wasn't likely you were going to win, but it seemed like you guys were kind of relishing making their lives difficult. So it seemed like there was a lot of, a lot of chirping, a lot of celebrating on your side. What, what was going on down there? Yeah, there's lots of competition, I think. Uh, when you're PKing that much and, and uh, the power plays getting a little frustrated and then um, they score a couple, it's uh, a little back and forth. But uh, no, I thought it was a good day for us and um, just continue to grow our game and, and uh, be able to, to play the way we want to. But uh, yeah, it gets a little heated uh, when guys are going after each other and, and uh, all that. Over the course of camp, obviously, you've gotten a chance to play some at center, play some at wing, get in some PK work. So you've done you know, most of what you, you set out to do is, you know, when we talked to you the first time around over these last two days of camp, the off ice day and then Saturday, what are your objectives that you'd like to do before you head to the bubble? Um, get packed up, get everything ready. I think uh, it's, uh, probably the, the main thing is, is uh, being ready to, to go over there, but uh, just continue to um, work on my game in these next two days and, and, uh, and uh, be able to do that, but uh, clean some stuff up at home and, and uh, make sure everything's ready to go. So I'm uh, ready in Toronto. Hey, Scott, on a little bit of a lighter note, Seattle expansion team announced their name. They're going to be the Kraken. Um, I don't know if you followed it at all, if you had any interest in seeing what they would end up picking, but when you know that eventually you're going to have to play against the Seattle Kraken, that a good nickname, something funny, something, is that the good cho right choice for them? Yeah, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't got anything on that. Uh, I didn't even know that till till now. So, ask me. Uh, ask me when we're back uh, in the bubble, and I'll, I'll get you an answer on it. The Flyers' ability on the PK throughout this season has been tremendous, and a big reason why they've had the big jump in the standings. And when you think about the jump in the standings, the fact that the team year to year uh, in 2019-20 is seven points higher than the team the year prior and played 13 less games. Flyers with 82 points the year before. This season, 89 points, but only played 69 games is absolutely incredible when you consider that jump and the fact that they played 13 less games and still had a seven-point increase in the standings. Amazing stuff. That's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll be back with Monday with an all-brand-new episode and an episode 
when the team will be in the hub city of Toronto and the day before the first exhibition game when they take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at 4 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening to Flyers Daily, which is brought to you by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Give them a follow on Twitter at Penn Medicine. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday's episode of Flyers Daily. Somewhere.